Affair. to noon at FM 100.3 KFAM. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, set to join us shortly. Chat about uh, myriad football-related topics. Lavelli Neal III negotiating a drive from Chicago to the cornfields, concrete jungle to the cornfields, uh, to discuss the Minnesota Twins weekend. Two out of three indeed wasn't bad. Copyright meatloaf against the Chicago White Sox. Redbirds tomorrow, though. And uh, much more coming up in the final hour of the 9 to Noon radio show as we welcome our dear friend Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, into the Love Covenant at KFAN. Mike, uh, congratulations on the new deal. Have you, um, have you made any big buys uh, with, uh, with the new deal so far, like shotguns or anything? No, I really haven't. Um, I did buy a little pontoon boat for the lake in Kentucky, but that was before. That's about it. But that's a tiny one. You know we got lakes here. Yeah, I know. You can you can uh, you can get a pontoon like chill out here. I mean, with you got twenty twenty plus three, so clearly plenty of time for pontooning on the lakes of Minnesota, right, Coach? Yeah, I'd like to get out on the lakes of Minnesota a little bit, but um, you know it's kind of hard during the season. Uh, let me uh, let me ask you this weird question. Even if it's an agent negotiating a deal, isn't working on something like a new deal, isn't it like weird and mind-consuming when, when, when you're not right in the thick of the negotiations, but it involves you? Yeah, it is, it is a little bit strange. Um, you know, my agent, Marvin Demoff, is, is terrific, and he did a great job with this, and, and as... as uh, as did everybody here with the Vikings. But, um, you know, I would hear from him, you know, maybe once a week, you know, he'd call and then he'd say, well, I've talked to him three times this week and, you know, things like that. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just the process of waiting, I guess, is makes it, makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Like, like the weird part, I mean, it's because you're not talking directly 
to those who are set to pay you. And and clearly, you're unbelievably well-respected. Uh, the NFC title game, won the division a couple of times. One of the great defensive minds in the history of the game. And, and, and you know, you don't talk about yourself like that, but people talk about you like that. So, like, negotiating is just weird, man. I mean, like, if you start at a dollar, you know somebody else is going to start at 50 cents. Then you're trying to get up there around 85 or 90, and then, like, say they come back at, like, a 62, and you're like, hello, didn't you watch the Saints playoff game with 97 and 99 inside? That was me. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to think about things like that, you know? Yeah, well, you know, um, you know, the way they do it, the way they do it in the NFL basically is they compare you to someone and then you, you counteract, okay, well, you know, I don't think I'm that person. I'm this person, you know, comparative to other coaches and things like that. And, but it, you know, it's, once you get past that part and you start and you start talking um years and in, in dollars then um you know really the vikings were really really good they were very um you know uh, very respectful with everything and and uh you know they actually added some things that i probably wouldn't even have wanted did um did any coach related comparisons like uh compare you to rich cotite I don't believe so. I don't believe so. <laughs> yeah, that that that'd be old school though. Um how Mike, how um how are things at TCO? I haven't been there in, in in 4 months. I know you've been there and you know for a week, two weeks and change whatever. But just overall, how are things at Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center? Well, it is different. Uh you know, there's there's arrows on the floors everywhere where you you're supposed to walk and um you know, everybody's wearing a mask and right today we started with these uh, contact tracers that if you get too close to someone else, they blink and, um, tell you, you gotta be further apart and things like that. Like Bob was just too close to me a minute ago. <laughs> and I had to tell him, I had to tell him back up, Bob. Yeah. Um, sweet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and the, and the players are, uh, you know, and, and then you gotta go out and get tested every day. You know, I've been tested, I don't know, five times already or something like that. Mm. And so, um, you know, so there's a lot of different things. And then, you know, I've been working on schedule. You know, since since they officially said the the you know we're going to report on on time, uh, we've then found out the rules of the schedules and and practices and all that stuff. I've been working on those for really nonstop for three three straight days, and uh, finally got that kind of organized now. And um, you know, so and I'm sure there'll be changes. You know, the protocol is going to change as as we continue to get going, but. Um, it's a very sterile envi- environment here, I guess, is the best way to say it. You, um, um, Mark, Ziggy, Leonard, the Wilf family, uh, legitimately, seriously, you and the Wilfs have a really good thing. I mean, say, you know, say you wanted the dollar and whatever they started, whatever, put, put everything into context over six plus years. You and the Wilf family, you guys have a really good thing, Mike. Yeah, we really do. You know, they're, they're terrific people, number one. Um, they just want to win as bad as everybody else. Um, but they've been, you know, they've been terrific. To, you know, like when my dad died, um, you know, or b- right before he died, they flew me down to, to see him during training camp, uh, uh, you know, on, on their jet. Uh, the couple of days that I missed camp there that, that time to see him. But, you know, they're, they're very family oriented. You know, they've, um, it's important to them and, and, you know, they're they're good people to be around and they you know i i love i love just uh having the opportunity to work here i told uh you know like i said the other day um 
I didn't want to go anywhere else. You know, if it came to that, I, I would have, but I didn't want to go anywhere else. I just wanted to be here and coach, coach these players, um, be with the people, everybody except Bob, all these people here in this <laughs> building, the ownership that we have. Um, you know, it's, we feel like we've, we've come together and built this thing up for, for six, six years now, and hopefully it'll be, you know, at least 10. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that you want to continue to, you know, feel comfortable with the players and the ownership and the, and the facilities and the fans, you know, the fans have been unbelievable. You know, I, I, I hope that we get to get them in our stadium when we play, uh, when we play games. Cause you know, I want that skull chant going all the time when that other team's out on the field. So, um, it's been, it's been a, um, terrific, um, six years so far, and hopefully it'll be even better in these last four. Off that, um, off games and the potential of no fans. How how hard have you guys worked on protecting signals and calls in fanless stadiums? Yeah, well, we haven't really got to that point yet. But but you know, Paul, um, offenses do it, defenses do it. You have different code words every single week. Um, you know, on the way that you that you make your calls, you have different signals every week. So, uh, you know, typically you don't get a lot of lot of things uh, stolen that way. Um, I will say this: it would, if we have to do it, we'll do it. But it would suck not to have our fans in our in in our stadium. That you know, that's one of the most exciting things about playing here in the in at the, at the U.S. Bank Stadium is having those fans there and how loud they are and and how how much they're into it. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, 9 to noon. Um, recently got a contract extension. You get the 2020 plus three with uh, one of the great defensive minds in the history of the National Football League, Mike Zimmer. And you, you get the, correct me if I'm wrong here, coach, but you get the rookies out there tomorrow, six and a half weeks before Green Bay is here. Is legitimately, is that enough time to feel good about, say, Jeff Gladney starting against Aaron Rodgers? Well, Paul, uh, first of all, they, we, we get them on the field for the first time on Wednesday and, uh, they get to come in and, you know, we'll have a walkthrough with them and do some real slow paced drills. And uh, quite honestly, it's too early to say about any of those, these guys right now until we get them out there and, and look at them a little bit. Um, you know, we know that they're talented and, uh, we know what kind of people they are and what kind of competitors they are, but, um, you know, I, th- I think what we have to focus on the most, whether it's with our veterans or our rookies, is um, you know they've met. You know, the vets I haven't seen since January 13th, and the and the and the rookies I haven't seen at all in person. So the first thing that we have to do is let's get focused on fundamentals, technique, and and the things that are important to play in the the whatever position that they're playing. If we can do that and be good fundamentally. And then start worrying about, you know, the, the different adjustments and, and different calls and things like that, you know, the different defenses or different plays offensively. Um, that would be much more important. Now, this, these, these rookies have had so much virtual meetings that they can, they can recite everything back to them just like the coaches do right now. But that doesn't mean you can do, go out on the field and do it just because you can say it. So that's where we have to get to is, um, it's it's going to be a lot of fundamentals, you know. We're going to have we may have to have longer individual times because, you know, if a guy hits a it's, hits one of these dummies or one of these pads on these sleds, we have to wipe it down before the next guy goes. I mean, it's just things like that that 
you know, you don't, you've never had to think about before. Now, I'm going to ask you this in a month and a half, but just top of the head now, speaking of the Green Bay Packers, Mike, what, what do you think the Packers are up to with those three running backs, including the rookie they just took and the rookie H back from Cincy? I mean, I know they got A-Raj a, a and they got Devontae Adams, and that's one and one A. But with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, this Boston College rookie, and this like Swiss Army knife Cincinnati H back they got in the draft, what what do you think these Packers are up to? Well, I'm sure they're going to be very similar to what they've done. Uh, you know, they they made more of a commitment to run the football than they had in the past. I guess is the best way to say it. But uh, you know, anytime you got Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, uh, you know, and they've got they've got a good tight end too as well. And so you know, they're going to continue to uh, do what Aaron Rodgers does best. And and uh, you know, I think he's he's got the ability to change a lot of things at the line of scrimmage based on things that he sees. But uh, it'll be a, it'll be a great test for us. Uh, we're looking forward to it. It'll be an exciting season opener. And, uh, again, I hope our fans are in the stands there and that we can, um, that we can affect some of, his, some, some of his calls at least. But he's a terrific, terrific player, and I'm sure this isn't going to be the last question I'm asked about Aaron Rodgers uh, until – September 13th. September 13th. How about for the next four years with that new deal? I mean, it's, you know, uh, maybe, maybe he won't be in the division anymore, Zim. But as as head coach and leader of the team, where will not having preseason games most impact you? Well, Paul, I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, it was it was a really good evaluation process, number one, for a lot of, a lot of the players. Um, you know, I, I saw a stat the other day. We were the either number one or number two team in the league and, and uh, not having missed tackles. And so, you know, that's when you get your practice of, of tackling and missed tackles and things like that. And so, um, you know, that part is going to be big, but also, you know, there's so many that so many teaching moments in these preseason games where, you know, something happens and, and we have to do, uh, uh, you know, go on the sideline and talk about, okay, hey, it's, you know, it's, it's it's this part of the game, you know. They have one timeout left. We have to do this or that. that and, you know, we, all those things you can, are good, really good teaching moments. And then obviously the evaluation part as well. Time for two more. How um how how he, ha- he could have said that he could have said that he's sitting right here. Yeah, but it's not really two more. And I'm te- I'm I'm twelve minutes into this. It's really like three more. But yeah, can can I just for old times' sake hear Bob Hagen do that loudly, please, from your office, Mike? Time for two more. God, I love you. He's in your office. That's so weird. Okay. Um, he was he was more than six feet away because my tracer was not blinking. Yeah, but I just don't know if those Clorox wipes are <laughs> sanitary enough for, like, where Bob Hagen goes on the weekends. I'm just concerned about that. Now, um, how hard, Mike, will you and the coaches push the guys to be overly cautious when they leave the nest? I mean, that's like one in one A, right? Correct. That's it's, it's going to be a uh, major key to this season of of each and every team. I, I know you saw them, probably saw the Marlins. Uh, they had eight players and coaches that came out with it, and they, they're stuck in Philadelphia or someplace um, last last night. And so it's going to be, you know, those kind of things we're going to be talking about every single day with, with these players about, you know, and, and – and, and, and you know, obviously we want to win, but a part of our priority is keeping these players and their families safe. And uh, so what, we're, what we want to do is make sure we can win and do that. So 
they're going to they're going to have to be extremely disciplined this year, you know. Um you know, they can't be running around in the bars and things like that. They got to be they have to be smart. And and I would imagine you you would expect veterans to police the situation behind the scenes. I mean, it's not part of a contract, it's not part of a deal, but I mean the veterans policing this when you're when when you and whomever are not around that that non-obvious part that that's going to be important yeah it is you know and typically the rookies you know <laughs> they've been waited for a long time to get in the nfl and so they want to go out and puff up their chest and say hey i'm an nfl football player and things like that they can't do that this year they have to they have to just be smart and stay at home and we just have to be disciplined and uh that's why Knock on wood that, you know, I like smart players because hopefully they'll understand this. Last one, um, old school when like Adam and your daughters were kids. Do you remember the board game Clue? Sure. Okay. Well, I, I don't know who Dalvin Cook's agent is. I, I, I don't know who he represents or whatever. And, and, you know, like, so I'm looking on social media this weekend, man. And I mean, if this had been like, like super stupid, then I would have called you, but it was like a game of Clue. I mean, you say one thing. I feel it was it was misinterpreted. Dalvin Cook's agent clearly loves social media and loves Twitter. Kennedy Polamalu gets into it like Colonel Mustard, and it's like you're trying to to figure out what is in the right room and why. So Dalvin Cook potentially joining you guys later this week. What whether you whether Kennedy Polamalu talked to him and shared info with you, which is what happened, or whatever. Do you think it'll happen with Dalvin this week? Yeah, I'm. Not, you know, the funny thing about this whole thing, Paul, is um, I never said I talked to Dalvin. I never said that. I said they asked me, "Was he going to be here?" And I said, "Yes." And so everybody assumed that I talked to him. And so um, that's kind of where that went. And, you know, I I don't want to get into it. You know, I love Dalvin. Um, I'm going to make him a captain um, because of the things that he represents here, and and uh, you know the way he's gone about his business and works. Uh, but one of the things that, um, you know, that he, he, he and, and I get it, you know, everybody wants to get paid what they feel they're worth. And, and uh, I hope he gets as, as much as he, he can, but I also hope he's playing for us. And, um, you know, he is under contract, so we'll, we'll see where that all goes. But um, I love the kid myself, and, and he's a terrific football player, but he's, but he's been a great asset to our, to our team and our locker room as well. Dal- Dalvin, offensive captain. You only have one captain on the offense, right? I might have a few more this year. Okay, and and defensively, Ken, I mean Kendricks, I would imagine would would for many reasons be that guy, right? We're not going to go there yet, Paul. <laughs> uh, so okay, I mean, so uh, would you care to share exactly how much you're getting on average yearly for this new deal? Okay, I didn't think so. Uh, bless you, Mike. Thank you very right, much. Paul. Thank you for the conversation. Uh, keep Hagen. 12 feet away from you just to be double safe, and I hope to see you soon. Oh, by the way, um, our horse, Cave Run, races Thursday at Canterbury and hopefully will dominate the one that we claimed. Hopefully you um, hopefully you can find a way to watch it. Yeah, I'll probably have to watch it on Twin Spires because uh, we, have, we have meetings and two-a-days and things like that. Okay, uh, good luck, buddy, and congratulations on the deal. All right, Paul. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you, Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings.